0: Time to move your feet
1: Welcome to On The Upbeat, I am Matt and my name is Jonas, I'm carrying the wheel, and with me as always is Mr. RJ Phoenix. Hey
0: everybody, that's right, welcome to On The Upbeat, I am RJ Phoenix and I do two things, I drink Mountain Dew and I talk to people in ska bands, today I had a Mountain Dew summer freeze, that's right, a summer drink in October, but you know, awesome things happen all the time, there's no time limit on anything. Just like uh, when you're speaking of awesome things, you want to talk to awesome people, like Danny, Maddie, and Tristan from the Bad Mad Dog in the 2020s. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yay! Thank you for having hey. us. Hello. Yay. Thank you. Well, welcome. Uh, I have a question, RJ. Um, yeah. Real quick. I know usually we try to talk to the guests right away, but, you know, whatever. I, this is in my brain. I was talking to my wife about one of the bonus chats we had where we talked deep dive in the uh, soda. And that your favorite, um, she assumed your favorite was Mountain Dew. But it's actually Dr. Pepper. Yes. But so I'm wondering, and and kind of so is my wife. I think. Uh, why do you mention Mountain Dew every week on this podcast? That you're. Why is well, why is it not well, always a Dr. Pepper? Uh, because
0: that's what I do. I mean, you know, I you've heard have you have I told you what my favorite genre of music actually is?
1: If it's not ska, I'm gonna be <laughs> <it's> not ska. <laughs> I uh, then get off this podcast. No, <laughs> go ahead. That go ahead. What is it there,
0: there? It's power pop, which should be pretty. Obvious. Oh, you know I what? Talk about it constantly. Yeah, yeah you know this. Yeah, yeah as I knew as I said it. I knew that. So, you know, you have your favorites, but you're kind of picky about your favorites. I'm very picky about power pop bands. I'm very like my, Dr. Pepper is good. Diet Dr. Pepper uh, F that like <laughs> that Dr. Pepper cream soda uh, 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 Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream. freaking Excellent. Um, but, you know, you're picky about it. But then there's something like Ska's. Like, every Ska band has at least, like, five good songs, if not more, like their entire catalog. Like, so Ska is is much more richer and much more fun and much more everyday for me, just like Mountain Dew, because they have such a variety. They're always switching out those bonus flavors right. that, uh, yeah, I probably, uh, I, I have, like, you know, two and a half sodas a week max. And I would say at least one of those is always gonna be some crazy Mountain Dew. And when I drink those, which I do usually on the day of the show, this is not a lie. Whenever I say what Mountain Dew I drank that day, it's always Mountain Dew I drank that day. And yeah, yeah. So that that's why, that's why. Cause my, I, I love variety, I love novelty and Mountain Dew releases like seven different flavors of Mountain Dew every year.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Something really thirsty for Mountain Dew.
3: Yeah, I know, right? I also had a couple Mountain Dews today, so nice. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> well,
2: well, you don't like you don't like diet Dr Pepper. That's fighting words for me. So
0: I mean, uh, according to the TV show Preacher, it is God's most perfect creation. So I can't argue with this.
1: <laughs> so before the internet gets mad at us, uh, let's talk to the band, um, Danny. Uh, Maddie and Tristan, how is life uh, let's let's kind of go around the room. Uh, Danny, how was your weekend anything exciting happen?
3: Oh um, not a whole lot honestly just kind of hung out had some friends over and went to a Halloween costume party and my birthday's coming up this Thursday so gearing up for that.
1: Oh happy nice. birthday. Thank you. Yay. You got to be, I got you a podcast. That's what I got there
3: you, is, Danny. <laughs> this is the gift I didn't even know I wanted.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, ska podcast hosted by someone who uh, Ska is only their second favorite genre. Um,
0: you know, it, see these CDs behind me, Matt. Those are
1: mostly Ska CDs and you know it. <laughs> uh, Maddie, how was your weekend? Anything exciting?
2: Um, it was good. It's really turned fallish here in Nebraska, so I was kind of holed up all weekend. But I watched Casper for the first time, the nineteen ninety five Casper. <No.
3: laughs> you've never seen Casper.
2: No, it was so kooky. I don't know. Like, I don't know what I expected. I know the story, obviously. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a fun watch. They really don't make movies like that anymore. So,
1: what exactly? Because that's sort of, I don't want to say an entirely obscure movie, but it doesn't seem to be on the level of halloween movies like uh nightmare before christmas or hocus pocus or something like that or yeah well Charlie-
0: really the hocus pocus renaissance came about in like the last five years up until like yeah. five years ago nobody gave a shit about that movie either yeah. so, <laughs> so maybe it's time for the casper renaissance
1: yeah so w- was there something particular some reason that popped in your brain to watch it
2: i don't know i um i really love christina ricci so i was like this is her deep cut you know this is her origin <laughs> we gotta watch it <laughs> it was good it was cute um i love the the style of the creepy mansion they all live in yeah. really good aesthetic 90s aesthetic yes. so love that great time
1: awesome tristan how about you how's uh your weekend
4: um not too bad uh, i think the only thing i really did this weekend was i play in another band i play bass in a pop punk band called blondo and uh we played uh, a friday i'm looking, I'm show, looking this. and uh we got uh, kind of wild. We were all wearing costumes, had a bunch of drink, and uh, it was a great time. And that's pretty much all I did this weekend. I was worn out the rest. so
2: All right. What did you dress up as?
4: Uh, we dressed up as the Trailer Park Boys because we're three pieces. Finally got
3: your dream party. to come true.
4: I know. I know. <laughs> You've been
3: pushing that for years, my man.
4: I know. <laughs> well, our horn section did it last year for Mad Dog. And oh, that was a fan. Yeah. Really yep. Awesome. So it's like dream come true part two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right well rj uh we don't have time to talk about our weekend because you talk forever about soda let's get into <laughs> sky that, that's <laughs> all on you my friend <laughs> of course it is uh all right yeah it is actually it is i sidetracked the entire thing <laughs> it's my fault. uh just know rj and i went to see a sky show that's what we did yeah not Scott. together and then not i together. went to a punk show yes and you again. went to
2: the same sky show, not together
1: no, correct oh. we saw the same I was band. like that's
2: so funny you're like I'm not talking to that guy
0: no he, I there was a, the same show played in my town on Thursday and then played on his town on Friday so, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: so but I got an extra band so I'm better alright ska news <laughs> rude girls and rude boys too grab your and to you I saw you might have heard but yeah, you're about to me Ska News! Yes, Ska News, where we tell you about the latest releases and uh, anything else cool happening in Ska. First up, we have uh, uh, from Flying Raccoon Suit. On October 13th, Flying Raccoon Suit released a new song called eat the world this is the second single off the band's upcoming album moonflower moonflower drops november 3rd and if uh my schedule is to be be believed they may be on the podcast sometime in november and and their new song eat the world is streaming everywhere now so uh let's listen to a clip right here here we go song and I especially love the video for it. It's a very fun video with aliens and whatnot and uh, there's a funny part in the the opening sort of little thing uh, at the intro of the video where uh, uh, their drummer uh, is sort of playing like a conspiracy theorist type person and he basically says uh, he makes a joke about how uh, you know some believe it's possible to perfectly cook a hot pocket and he's like no I say no <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> I agree it you can't it's somehow either too cold or too hot or hot in one spot and then cold in the middle yep. it's,
0: that, I mean, it's everybody everybody do you read the directions where it says to let it sit for two minutes
1: yeah but that I, <laughs> yeah
0: but, that, that rules is are made what, to be broken that's what heats the cold part and makes the hot parts not so hot
1: people this is all down to your inability to read. And also, I, I also saw on the internet, like, re- very recently, some people discovering that you were supposed to cook it in the little sleeve that it comes in. Yeah, uh, like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. My, my I thinking. weep
0: for this nation.
1: <laughs> All right, RJ, what Scott news do you have?
0: Uh, recently, a band called The Going Rate right put out a brand new single. Uh, the name of the single is Beard Bones, and I, I really dug it, and I thought, hey, it just came out. We're gonna play it on Sky News because this is news to me. Going right with a new single, Beard Bones.
2: Hey, hey! Hey, hey! Corner after midnight and we're getting up and ready to go. It's dark out and it's foggy, but the neon signs continue to
1: Don't have bones. That's not. Matt, don't
0: thing. overthink it. Just dance and have a good time, brother. <laughs>
1: uh, that's, that's what Ska's all about. Overthinking, analyzing the lyrics, nitpicking it to death. So no, no,
0: no, no. It's about dancing and having a good time, Matt, yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt. Wow. It's been how many years, and now we're just finding out how, how our Ska uh, thoughts do not align. Ooh, yeah. God, I, ooh, well, it's always I, been. Oh, come on, brother.
1: I heard on the internet this week that uh, ska punk is not real ska. So uh, I I have to, the internet said it, so I have to.
0: I don't know where you heard that because if it was Reddit, it was deleted within three hours because it was (laughs)
1: worthless. (laughs) Well, it did get photoed and shared by a lot of people, though.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep. Guess which Reddit mod's real happy about that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, next up, we have a new song from a fairly new band, this is their only second song out, uh, I think, anywhere. Um, it, the, so the song is from the band The Write Ups, and it is called Operation Arrowhead. And we're going to listen to a track right or a clip of it right now. Here we go. good um, song, and my gut tells me it's about something political. Uh, but once again, RJ said, don't listen to the lyrics. Hey, don't
0: overanalyze it, it brother. <laughs> just just dance and have a good time, my man.
1: Just ignore, you know, the... Per-
0: uh, Every scout lyricist now is like writing <laughs> exactly. off RJ. It's like, no, it's like, no, I guess we can only really do with
1: Matt from now on. Do that Personally, weirdo. I
2: love it. I am really glad that you've never listened to my lyrics and taken them in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> Actually, no. I Though I, I have been listening to you all uh, a lot recently. Uh, no, I haven't tried to deep dive your lyrics. No, I have not. Thank God. We, all, so you're not gonna we all know it. what happens
0: when I deep dive the lyrics and then people are just like, oh, we didn't intend that at all. And the, the interview comes to a screeching halt. Uh, go back and listen to that Suburban Legends episode, everybody. <laughs>
1: Oh, it was still a good time, though. All right, uh, before we jump into uh, our interview proper, we do have a segment from our pal Gary. Gary Woo-hoo. will be telling us about another uh, band that may have lost itself to Ska history. Gary has a new episode of Here Today, Ska
5: Tomorrow. Take it away, Gary. Hey, everybody. Gary here, back with another edition of Here Today, Ska Tomorrow. A few weeks ago, RJ and Matt were talking about some great bands from each state, and when they talked about Pennsylvania, they talked about Catbite, and while I don't disagree, Bite is an amazing band, the band that immediately jumped to my mind is a Philadelphia band called "Rooter Than You, and "Rooter Than You formed in 1989 at Penn State University before transferring over to Philadelphia in the early 90s and signing with Moon Ska Records, who put out their first album, Big Step, in 1992, and its follow-up album, this is a great title, Horny for Ska, in 1996. Between between those albums and all throughout the 90s, the band had constant lineup changes, like most ska bands, at one time being a five-piece, then going all the way up to a nine-piece album uh, in the mid-90s or so. Once Moon Records uh, went defunct, the band put out their third album, Philly Style, on their own record label, God's Ghetto Records, in 2008. And then they put out their final release, Creation Sounds, in 2009. Ruder Than You uh, first came to my attention through the seminal ska the third wave compilation, where they had their song Swallow Blood on that record, and one of my favorite songs on that album. I also heard them a few times on the... Scandalous, I've Got You covered compilations. Compilations of the 90s were so good. Um, and then they had a, on volume one of that, they had a cover of Black Sabbath's Paranoid. And then on volume two, they had a cover of the Beatles' Taxman. And I am a sucker for any Scott cover of the Beatles. They were on a whole bunch of compilations in the 90s. They toured uh, all throughout the country in the 90s, played a lot in the East Coast, in New York, Philadelphia, New Jersey area. Um, and actually, they haven't played live since the late 1990s. The last time I see, I saw them uh, as a show list, was in 1998. So while they still are technically an active band, and there's never been an official Rooter Than You broke up, post or anything like that on social media to my knowledge they haven't played together in over 20 years at least live so that's ruder than you really fun band um out of philadelphia here on the east coast again another seminal pennsylvania band that i recommend checking out and for today i'm going to play the song and recommend the song swallow blood so here it is
0: He's talking about ruder than you. I always really enjoyed that band and uh yeah, I'm glad some people out there still remember him. That sounds Funny like times, a challenge.
1: Times. Ruder than you. <laughs> yeah, ruder than you. All right. And don't
0: forget, everybody, we do have a Patreon, so check that out at ontheupbeatska.patreon.com. Is that what it is, or is it's, it the other way around that? It's the
1: other way around. It's patreon. Uh,
0: Patreon.com slash on the upbeat ska. Check us out. You'll get some bonus episodes, at least two a month, usually more. Uh, you can hear me talk about Soda Pop. You can hear Matt talk about Taco Bell. You can hear me talk about the band Biss. You can hear Matt uh, actually say insightful things and me be a total goofball. It's a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think I say anything insightful. How dare you? That's, that's inappropriate. <laughs> How dare you compliment me? <laughs> exactly. All right. So um, uh, Matt Dog in the 2020s. Let's deep dive into uh, all your feelings and your emotions and how you work as a person. Tell us all your deep dark secrets, and here we go. Uh, actually, let's go around real quick, not doing any of that. Uh, let's just introduce ourselves, what you do in the band, and sort of tell us how you got into sort of playing music live uh, or, you know, playing in bands. So, Maddie, let's start with you.
2: Yeah, so, actually, I feel like we should start with Danny.
1: Okay, Danny.
2: <laughs> <Not> okay. <laughs> All
1: right. yeah, passing the buck
0: right, <laughs> All right off the start. All right, hey,
2: Danny, let's <laughs> right. well, like go, buddy. Well, because I feel literally, like, my story has to do with Danny playing live music and hmm. being in a ska band or in a punk band, I guess. So, Danny, take it away.
3: Yeah, I'll try to spark notes it. Um, Let's see. So, 2011, 2012, I, uh, dropped out of college to join a punk band out of, uh, me and Maddie's hometown of Kearney, Nebraska called Bombs Blast. And it was around that time that I kind of met Jarrett cause he was in the band too. He was our drummer. I played guitar. We went on a few tours. Um, and then he and I both ended up just kind of leaving the band and, uh, he moved up here to Lincoln and I stayed in Kearney for a few years, kind of hooked up with, uh, our drummer, Anthony, our current drummer, Anthony, and me and him tried our best for, what, three years or so to start a ska band out of Kearney, Nebraska. And there's not a lot of people that really want to be in a ska band in Kearney, Nebraska. So <laughs> the two of us decided, you know what? Screw Kearney. Let's move to Lincoln. It's much the better. The big city. <laughs> the big city. Let's get out of here. So I moved, um, I think two months before Anthony did. And at that time, the apartment that I was living in was right down the street from where Jared was living. And he invited me to a party one time and me and him got to talking and we just kind of talked about starting a band. And I was like, yeah. And then we did rock, paper, scissors and he got to play guitar and I had to figure out how to play bass. <laughs> <laughs> And that was about, what, 2015? And here we are, what, eight years later, still still doing it.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I guess I met you guys around that time. Um, Jared's now wife is one of my best friends. So we were all kind of hanging out together. Uh, we all at one point lived together around this time. I was going to college at University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and um my 21st birthday on my bar crawl there had kind of been chats beforehand i don't know how it came up that um i should maybe be a singer for this ska band i never really listened to ska that much before i knew about no doubt pretty much (laughs) and maybe rancid that sort of thing but um Drunkenly on my twenty first birthday at a bar, I agreed to this, <laughs> and so funny because I was scared so much to be in a band. Well, really, what was scary to me was being a front person writing original music. I had friends. I worked for the. Um, I was the editor for the arts section of the college newspaper, so I'd go to all these local shows i always couldn't believe people went up there and would sing these original songs i'm like you really have to have some guts for that so i was like no 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 no, (laughs) like i cannot do this sort of thing um i have like a musical theater background but that is so different than being in a band it's you know that's kind of like stuff people tell you to sing rather than singing your own right you know bleeding your guts out on the stage but uh yeah they convinced me to do it and we started practicing and it was just a total learning experience and it was uh baptism by fire they made us they made me do a show like way earlier than I probably should have <laughs> <laughs> uh for like a ska festival and it went as you would expect not very well <laughs> but we forged on and um yeah it was really fun i like i said i wasn't really into ska before but um i obviously loved i really loved pop punk um in middle school and high school and i loved music in general but um yeah what really got me uh excited about doing a ska project was just looking up um like i said i loved early no doubt in their live performances in the 90s I was like the way they're running around the stage getting the crowd involved i was like no one is doing that in our college town right now it's all like sad emo music like no one is dancing at most it's like a hardcore show but um so that really got me excited about doing the band and that's kind of where we went with it and then Tristan comes later so take it away Tristan
4: yeah <clears throat> i joined the band i think late 2017 i'm originally from a small town in shadron nebraska so like way out west in nebraska and decided so i was studying trumpet like i was a trumpet student at the college there studying music to be a teacher decided i don't know if i really wanted to do that i was really confused about my life so i moved out to lincoln and because I, I had some friends out here kind of wanted to you know see the big city in lincoln nebraska here and um uh one of my friends ended up working with uh danny Jarrett and anthony so our guitar player bass player and our drummer um and they were looking for a trumpet player. And she reached out to me and she's like, you've got to do this. You've got to do this. And it's always been my dream. Like I always thought, I always wanted to be like a trumpet player in a ska band or like a reggae band or something, you know, like where do horn players go, you know, after like college and stuff like that. So, um, I ended up writing this draft. I drafted it so many times. Like, and I was like, do I reach out to these guys or do I not? And I did. And like, so glad I did. And, uh, I think, i think it was my second or third practice they uh all left me downstairs by myself and i was just sitting there it's like okay you know like whatever and they came down and they just like offered me to be in the band and i've been in the band ever since so it's been about six years almost now so that's kind of crazy and i've done a lot of really cool things with these guys and got to see some parts of the world i haven't seen like as far as like just traveling and tour and stuff goes so i'm very fortunate and it's been a really great time so thanks for having me guys
3: (laughs) i love having you buddy
1: that's yeah, we amazing. love you, Tristan. That's awesome. So, um, you know, you kind of talked about, uh, you know, being from Nebraska and being from Lincoln. What is the ska scene like in Lincoln, Nebraska?
2: Um, it's like us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you. <laughs>
2: No, um, there's a there's been a couple. I mean, Omaha is sort of the biggest city in uh, it is the biggest city in Nebraska. It's about an hour away. So uh, there's ska projects there. There's a, a really long-standing ska band called the Bishops that have been doing their thing for a long time. Um, but as far as anything else, uh, pretty much nothing. We were really inspired by a band that was. Pretty prominent in Lincoln before our time called The Heat Machine. So
0: Yeah, I love. Yeah, the heat
2: hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we uh, we've covered one of their songs before. <gasps> they're so amazing. I loved the two female vocalists. Um, they're a huge inspiration. But um I was too young really to be going to shows when they were out and about. But um that's sort of I think the Lincoln ska scene. Um Omaha's had a couple great ska bands over the years, but um It's pretty few and far in between, which is sad. But the cool thing about it is that we play on bills with totally different bands all the time. A lot of emo bands, you know, just like rock and roll. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, (laughs) Pretty much anything that like is a little bit more high energy we try to get on. And we expose so many people to ska in Nebraska. And we've had a lot of people become big ska fans after seeing us. And go on to seek out these Omaha bands or bands just in the Midwest area. And obviously, you know, you have like real big fish coming through town sometimes. So uh, it's cool when that happens. But otherwise, yeah, Scott not huge here, which is is sad. Like we I hope that um, we inspire some young people that come to our shows to really want to pick it up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no. No, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh is everyone in Nebraska a big uh Lincoln uh, no not a Lincoln, uh 311 fan? Does everyone have
2: 311? <laughs> oh, they are yeah. say Huskers, oh. <laughs> but yeah, you're so right with the 311. Um it's definitely, yeah, they play really big shows here and I think it's kind of a claim to fame yeah. for Nebraskans. Yeah. But right. also maybe like i feel like a punchline for some people but 311 slaps like they've got some bangers
4: yeah they just played here too in omaha mm-hmm.
1: my uh just completely side note my favorite sort of like interview moment with 311 or just sort of like moment with with 311 i was listening. The, out here in southern california there's a radio station called k-rock mm-hmm. uh, the nick hexam the lead singer was on and they were taking calls. Someone called in and literally on air says, you know, I listen to your a lot of music and it's all your songs start off sounding like they're going to suck. But then they totally kick ass. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess that's a compliment. I mean.
2: It's so, so crazy. I hear that all the time after our shows.
1: You hear that exact sort of compliment.
2: No I'm just
3: kidding we have you know, been hearing that for 8 years now And it's, it doesn't get old
1: uh,
2: how would now, you- well? I feel like we do actually get a lot of like I don't think it's meant as a backhanded compliment But like I freaking hate Ska But like you guys are okay You know that sort of thing And it's like okay bye I was going to
3: say I've had like a similar thing Like that um, uh, Costume party I went to I was talking to a buddy of ours And he was like you know he's like every time I listen to ska on my own, I just kind of go, eh, this is all right. And he's like, but then I like come to your guys' shows or go to the show and I see how much fun it is. And I go, dude, I kind of want to start a ska band just because it looks like it's so much fun. (laughs) I'm like, hey, I mean, if you want to do it, man, you should.
1: Except for all the writing original songs, time practicing, trying to, you know, <laughs> corral six to eight people to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's some
3: work that goes into it. A little, uh, you know, <laughs> modicum of work that goes into it.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That is so right. It's the number of people in the band you have to get all in one place at one moment. That is the real struggle of every yeah. Scotland.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so, that's why I keep getting those ska bands now. That's like, we don't need a horn section. Then it's just like three or four of us. And you're like, I, it's just not the same, but I I understand.
2: Yeah, yeah. I
1: understand.
2: it's so crazy playing Salt Lake City. I'll always remember on tour talking to people there and they're like, they have a great ska scene there. Yeah. But um, they'd always say like, yeah, we're like, I've had been in so many bands, but we can never keep them together because the horn players always go on their mission. I'm like, yeah, that's a really unique problem, but really funny.
1: (laughs) So how would you all describe Mad Dog and the 2020s sound?
2: It's a good question. I think that we're not, we don't truly try to silo ourselves in a total ska sound. I think we try to mix it up a bit. We all kind of come from different musical interests and backgrounds um our drummer anthony is total metalhead and uh jared is really into pop punk emo music so i think that has some sway and me i'm just the crazy one i like like the cranberries and the sundays and a lot of female fronted bands so and i also just love pop music in general so i think i bring sort of Maybe like a bubblegum pop uh, melody wise uh, to the band. And um, what about me? What about you? Let me analyze you, Danny. Uh, you're I feel like, you're are more more of like our Ska Fortunato. What do you think?
3: I was just going to say my favorite band is Rush, but. Oh, yeah. There we, yeah. There
2: <laughs> Got a piece there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so, interesting. in... I don't know. Yeah, he's in like a pop punk band on the side. So I don't know. I don't know if that really affects your uh, trumpet playing.
4: Though. <laughs> uh, a little bit. I don't know. Horns are so fun. It's like the cherry on top to like everything you do. And that's why I love ska so much. It's just mostly the horns. Like, I mean, it's also the feel good and like the clean guitar just like brings you all in makes you want to dance. But it's those horns, man. Sorry, I'm a sucker for horns come from a horn player. So right. I'm very brash in it about, uh, you know, the brass <laughs> uh, here
3: it oh did. There. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> uh, oh, that, was that was nice, was good, was and, nice. and you slipped it right in like you almost got it past us yeah, he has it uh, written
2: down in, on a notebook yeah, like, i've got like, that
0: one in my pocket all day i can't wait for this interview <laughs> you're like i'm gonna be on a podcast i know exactly what
3: i'm gonna say <laughs> well it's a ska podcast so i've had this joke in my repertoire for years
1: <laughs> so um, where did the name Mad Dog in the 2020s come from, Matt? Do you have to ask? Well, since I don't know, yes, I do have <laughs> okay, somebody so was not a fan of an never been burdened.
0: in their 20s,
1: <laughs> nope, nor in my 30s or, or my 40s. I, nope, <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, I, I'll let the well, band go forward with
2: that, yeah. Listeners, whatever you do, there's the bottom shelf of the liquor store and you'll see an array of colorful drinks and they look so tasty. And they're called MD 2020. It stands for Mogan Davis. Is that right?
3: I think it's Mogan Davis.
2: Something like that. 2020. But people affectionately call it Mad Dog 2020. Mm. It's absolutely horrible. It will literally get you blackout drunk after two bottles. But that's it's that's the beauty in it.
0: This is like (laughs) sub Boone's Farm kind of drinking stuff. Sub Boone's
2: Farm is a really, really great way to describe Is there a Um, bottle of
1: alcohol that doesn't get you blackout drunk after two bottles of it? (laughs) (laughs) Mad Dog is a small
3: bottle. Yeah. It's like it's like Uh, cheap wine. Oh god. It's like a a
4: malt wine. It's really weird. Okay.
3: Now it comes in
2: like a quite it's smaller than an average wine bottle. It's kind of like you could just like carry it around like a like a drink
0: (laughs) and they're like wide almost like flasky shaped yeah Um, Yeah. okay i'm surprised you you said liquor store because i always found these at like (laughs) 7-elevens
2: okay yeah you have to find yeah also you have to find a crusty liquor store it's not just at any oh yeah
0: true very true
2: yeah but um anyway people call me mad dog have since middle school so that's it just felt right (laughs) i really (laughs) couldn't think of anything better But the great thing is it's really memorable for a lot of people who have engaged with Mad Dog 2020 Mm -hmm. in their teens slash early 20s. Everyone, wait till you're 21 to drink.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then drink uh... responsibly. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, But yeah, Mad Dog in the 2020s, I think it works. And uh, it's fun. Yeah, And it was also
3: one of those things like because like you had mentioned, Jarrett booked those first couple shows like a little bit earlier than probably we should have but it was like well we have these shows and we have to play or no one's going to take us seriously so we were like let's just call the band uh, Mad Dog in the 2020s for now and we can change it later and then it's been 8 years and nothing has changed and everyone seems to enjoy the name so we're sticking with it.
0: Yeah Yeah, it is a a good name it's one of those names that once you hear it you don't forget it whether you uh, make the connection with the booze or not uh, if you've had those, uh, you know, low life kind of experiences. Yeah, like if I you have. know, you know. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs>
2: yeah, and it's similar to our shows. You know, when you start, maybe you're like, whatever. Once you get going, you're like, I'm having a great time. By the end, you're <laughs> on the floor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so we're going to listen to uh, a song from you all called uh, "My My House Ghost. What can you tell us about that song?
2: Um, well, we haven't recorded in a really long time. Uh for whatever reason, COVID, whatever. Um and this is our first go since like 2017, I think. Yeah. Kind of fun, but um this is just a kooky song we all really liked. Um we wanted to try out having a song start out with the horn section. So Tristan takes it at the beginning. Uh, pretty much I struggle to write lyrics all the time. I put it off and put it off and put it off. And there's like five practices and they're like screaming at me to write lyrics. So, um, this particular song, I made myself go out in the hallway and just write down whatever came to mind. And, uh, I just thought a song about a ghost in your house that you are, uh, Falling in love with, but you know, he always disappears on you. <laughs> Maybe it's a greater metaphor for something else. <laughs> and
0: and, and but... you wrote this song before you saw the movie Casper? <laughs>
2: Wait, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe I was on to something. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. If only I was, uh, yeah, uh, that was not my brainchild, but you know. It's, I love the genre of ghosty things. Obviously, love the genre of um, a good-looking ghost boy. I guess in your house.
3: Well, now we can use this in case Warner Brothers comes for us and like you ripped off the plot of Casper to write this song. We go, no, she hadn't even seen the movie, yes. man. <laughs> yes.
2: This is yeah, this is direct proof. So yeah, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. the song. It's a fun one.
1: Awesome. So we're gonna listen to My House Ghost and then we'll come back and chat some more. Here we go.
0: I knew how real it was. But I, I saw. not I saw. I saw. I saw what?
1: a fun song. Well,
0: that song, first of all, is awesome. Secondly, thank you. thank you for playing that on the show today because somehow that song 100% escaped me. And I consider myself a Mad Dog in the 2020s fan. <laughs> I, I hate that that happened. Wow. Uh, I did, for some reason, I missed it on Spotify. I, I follow you guys on Bandcamp. Um,
2: We got to make a couple more social posts, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I missed that because, like, I was so excellent. I'm like, yeah, because I've been waiting for more Mad Dog for quite a while.
3: Uh, (laughs) So, so have we? It's
0: just just been sitting there since July on Spotify, and I'm a big dummy. So, thank you so much. Jeez. Like, extra, but I just wanted to talk to y'all because I wanted to talk to y'all. So, this is like extra awesome.
3: Yeah, a little extra treat for you
1: awesome so what is the typical songwriting process for
3: you all
2: uh Do you, you want to take it yeah
3: i got it um so uh usually me and Jarrett just kind of i mean like i had mentioned we've played enough bands together that usually we're kind of on the same page with our songwriting and stuff and either i'll have an idea or he'll have an idea or we'll just kind of send each other some like rough things. And then once we can actually get get together at a practice space and kind of work through things, you know, and we'll work out some parts or whatever, we'll bring um, our drummer Anthony in, see what he thinks, see if there's things that he wants, you know, what he wants to put into it. And then once we kind of have like a skeleton or like a structure to how we want the song to kind of sound or go, then we bring in the horns. You know, we move some things around. We go, does it sound better to put it here? What do the horns want to do? What's the parts that they're writing? And then we all yell at Maddie until she writes lyrics. And that's...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to listen to the song like a hundred times. And then, I don't know, it's weird how lyrics, like a phrase or something, will kind of start echoing in your brain for a chorus or something. And I have a bunch of mumbo-jumbo in my notes app on my phone. That makes no sense, but uh usually finds its way into a song so that's that's how it goes
0: so you're very much of the uh you wait to hear the song before you start thinking of lyrics rather than writing out lyrics and trying to retrofit them into a song then
2: I'd say that for most of the mad dog songs yeah i've like tried to write you know free form lyrics before but to me it's like you got to hear the song it somehow is something with the phrasing that of the song that you really have to match it there. But that's just me. Um, I mean, I think there's been a couple of circumstances where I'm just like, I love how this word sounds or I love this phrasing and I'll try to fit into the song, but it usually doesn't go the way that I planned at first.
1: <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, so... When it comes to, uh, and you you all individually can answer this question, because I think you all will probably have some sort of different process. When it comes to, like, rehearsing or getting better at your instrument, you know, how much, you know, like, what goes into sort of trying to keep up on your skills, whether it's singing or playing the bass or trumpet? Like, aside from practice, do you guys have any particular routines like tristan like how do you you know keep up on your trumpet skills
4: well i should practice more than i do but like a lot of it's like so i listen to a lot of music lots of variety too and like going to live shows too like i see people making sounds i've never heard before and i can take that like idea or that sound and like implement it into my horn playing too So, a lot of that, plus just playing with other people. So, we have our other uh, saxophone player, Rory, and our trombone player, Brandon, in the band. They come up with these amazing ideas, too. So, like, a lot of our horns, uh, lines, and stuff come from like just a combination of all three of us. We kind of play off each other, but like, and we kind of just work to put something together, essentially. But mostly it's just like, I don't know, kind of getting out there and kind of listening to what the world has to offer. And like, that really kind of like challenges me. And like, I was like, how can I do that on my horn? how can I make this sound or how do I do this? So that's kind of like, that's kind of how I approach uh playing trumpet sometimes and like anything for that matter.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Danny, what about you?
3: Um, I, I, I do play a lot uh, in my own time at my house. I just put on my Bluetooth speaker and jam along to like, I don't know, the other day I was playing along to some interrupters or dropkick Murphys or just kind of, you know, rancid or whatever. I'm, whatever I'm feeling like, noodling around along to and jamming with i'll just put on and play for like 30 minutes to an hour and keep my fingers loose you know keep up the chops
1: uh do you um do you play with a pick or do you play with your fingers
3: i play with a pick yeah
1: yeah do you is there a reason you prefer that way versus your fingers
3: Um, I'm just not classic. I'm used to being a guitar player Ah, and I'm just not really classically trained as far as like, I couldn't read sheet music as a bass player. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I just kind of, it just makes sense. I know where it should go and like what I'm kind of doing and I try to make it sound as good as possible, (laughs) but also as easy as possible.
1: (laughs) I watch, you know, I'll watch like Flea playing the bass and he like slapping the bass so much. Like I'm like, how's he must have like a big callus on the side of his. Oh yeah, you would
3: think, and I don't really want to callus my thumb up that bad, so yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I like the pick.
1: (laughs) So Maddie, what uh, what do you do to maybe keep your voice in shape? Because I know you guys, you know, you mentioned sort of going on tour. So do you have like a a routine like when you're on tour to try to make sure your voice kind of holds out?
2: Um, I probably should. I'm really bad at that sort of thing. (laughs) Uh, But I think I personally on my own time, I'm just singing all the time by myself. I'm in the car singing. I'm at home by myself singing. I'm obsessive about putting together music playlists on like monthly playlists for myself. I love way too many genres and what is manageable. So I try to keep up with new music from anywhere. And I think getting vocal inspiration is so huge um, because, I mean, it's I think that's something I struggled with as coming in to my own as a singer. It's like, what do I sound like? What kind of style do I want to be taking inspiration from? But as the more you sing, you know, we've been doing this for like eight years now something kind of comes out that's kind of uniquely yours. And I guess it emerges pretty quickly, but, um, and you refine it over time, but that's something that's so weird. And I feel like not enough people talk about as singers because it's really as much as you'd like to change it maybe, or make it sound like something else. There's something there that's just kind of embedded in your DNA. So All you can do is just keep working that muscle. And I know as I've gotten older, I mean, we started when I was 21. My voice has gotten deeper and my voice has gotten more powerful, which is really great. Um, And I've just become more confident in that way. So it's been really fun for me that way uh, in the band.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Do you ever have to tell the band, hey, can we change the key of this song? Because... This singing this every oh. night is going to tear my voice.
2: <laughs> Honestly, well, no, I haven't officially done that ever, but um, I can definitely tell a, a song that I've, we uh, wrote when I was younger. It, it's definitely maybe, I don't know if the word is harder. It just is, it's not as natural as it once was. Yeah. But um, I guess that's part of just keeping playing, you know, weekly, practicing regularly. Mm playing shows a lot because uh, you can keep your vocal cords in check. But oh. um, it is interesting the way I right now, I think is lower than I did back, back at the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, all right. Uh, any, what, does what the near future hold for Mad Dog in the 2020s?
3: Um, I think we're trying to go in and record some more songs. Here in the next month or two, or maybe in January. I don't know exactly. Mm.
2: Yeah, we're trying to do a holiday recording sesh. Yeah, we have probably eight songs that we've never recorded that we play really regularly. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like we said earlier, getting the whole band together one place, one time to do it is such a struggle. So, uh, but hopefully, we can do that because really don't want to. Um, have any of those songs not recorded I'd love to have the record of it yeah. you know from for 50 years from now so uh yeah cool. that's pretty much what we have planned um
1: any shows know, or any, as, anything between oh, now and the end of the year
2: uh pretty much just shows in Lincoln nothing nothing super huge uh we just played a really fun show with Sweet Pill from Philadelphia and they're just a really cool like math rocky emo band like i said we never play (laughs) we never play shows in lincoln with other ska bands but we get to meet all these other cool bands and that was really really fun and we got a lot of people there that had never listened to ska before which is really cool that's awesome um so that was fun we did that like last week and now uh, we're kind of on sort of a break i'd say but hopefully a recording break
3: yeah (laughs) yeah i think the only other show we have is that New Year's Eve show. Yeah, we got it's a big like, New Year's New year's show. It's not some, uh, New Year's big Eve, Lincoln. but it's like around New Year's. so
2: Or like, yeah, holiday time with a lot of some big Lincoln bands, some mainstays through the years. So yeah. that'll be really fun. Right. And probably something will pop up before then, but that's kind of how we roll.
1: <laughs> that's great. That's great. Sounds good. All right. So we're going to jump into Scott picks of the week. Danny, why don't you tell us about your Scott pick?
3: Um, Yeah, I picked uh, Move by the Mighty Body Bostones off of – was was it their last album? Yeah. Right, because they're done now. But um, yeah, I don't know. This this song, I just really enjoy – there's like something about me and especially when I – like I was saying earlier with like my bass playing is I really enjoy simplicity and making it seem harder than it actually is. And there's just something about literally this song is two chords back and forth the whole thing and i'm just like dude i love like the simplicity of that and you know when when you have some of the core instruments like you know like your guitar bass and drums kind of sitting in a pocket and sitting back then the horns and the vocals can really shine through and that's something that i really like about this song or at least that i think this song does well so
1: all right let's check it out so here's a move from the mighty mighty boss tones all right yeah that's uh, definitely a fun danceable song right there all right um, tristan why don't you tell us about your ska pick
4: so, yeah, I chose uh, Shining On by uh, Big D and the Kids Table. It's such a feel good song. Like, if you're feeling down, like, you put that song on, it picks you right back up. I mean, it's mostly about, you know, like bad things happening. And, like, you go outside, you know, the sun's still shining. Every day the sun will still shine, you know. And it's, like, such a good, such a good, wholesome vibe. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it just makes me feel good. And, uh, you know, just like the world around you isn't always a bad place. And I don't know. It's such a, it's just a wholesome vibe to me. And I enjoy it a lot.
1: All right, so here's Big D and the kids' table with Shining On.
4: I just realized I left my favorite hat at the club last night, which is me right off, because I had that cap, so it's
1: real, real small. Then find out just right now that my main squeeze went through my phone, too. So I guess I'm single now Imagine that So I sneak right on the tee The conductor sees me He's kicking me right off with a frown I grab my bag and I walk off Calm have I hit up lanterns They sell cheap wine I got six bucks back. with wine, smash Drink it up, avoid the glass But I can't stop from just smiling When that damn sun is shining on Hell, it's just shining down All over me Yeah, this is one of my uh, favorite Big D songs. It's super infectious, super catchy, and a little bit of self-promotion, I'd say. Uh, We released a bonus episode of this on the main feed with uh, Dave from Big D breaking down this song. So he gives a lot of background information on it. I forget what episode number it technically was. Actually, I don't think I counted it as a number. It
0: was earlier this year. No, we didn't number it because it was a bonus. It's a bonus. Um, But, I mean, let it be known. We all just want a friend named
1: Johnny Trouble. It's actually (laughs) true. All right, Maddie, uh, tell us about your Ska pick.
2: Um, Well, I picked something kind of polarizing, I think.
1: (laughs) You sure did. (laughs) (laughs) You are going to make Ska Reddit very, very angry. But it's okay. No. We we disagree <laughs> with Scott. Uh, no,
0: Scott, Scott Reddit España. loves these guys.
1: Uh, Scott uh, Facebook, Scott Facebook will not. yes yes. Okay, okay,
2: <laughs> that makes a little bit of sense to me. But uh, yeah, 100 GEX came out with uh their album in 2023 called 10,000 GEX, and they've done the Scott thing before. If anyone doesn't know. 100 Gex is like a hyper-pop duo. Like they're like insane (laughs) music. Most people would say it's pretty grating, but I'm a huge hyper-pop fan. Um, I love that sort of thing. So hearing my worlds collide with ska and electronic music, to me, people always talk about the next wave of ska. And I'm not saying that this is what that sounds like, but I really appreciate people that are taking the genre and doing something really different with it. So um, this is I Got My Tooth Removed from 100 gex.
3: You were tough.
1: That song clearly has Ska. It's clearly a Ska song, so... <laughs> I, I will
0: absolutely stand up for the, the new Ska songs by 100 Gex, but you cannot convince me that Stupid Horse was written and not making fun of Ska. If you were yelling, pick it up every, like, five seconds, you were making fun of Ska. You
3: can't convince me
0: they weren't. But yeah, that's the, a
2: really good point, but... Yeah, you know, the songs I began, on like,
0: the new album are friggin' great, and I have zero... Yeah, Doritos and them. Fritos, really yeah.
2: good um yeah I, I guess that's a good point to make like is it a parody but I think that it's like isn't all ska parody of pasca mm.
0: <laughs> like Oh Maddie I thought we were getting along so well <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, no that,
1: though I I do understand some of your feeling cuz that's how I feel like about country I feel like a mo- like the stadium country is just a parody in and of itself like you know, because everyone jokes about, like, country music being about my truck, my dog, my girl, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, that stuff. Mm-hmm. and then it exa- these songs are exactly that, which I, you know, original, like, you know, uh, the best country was never about any of those things. You know, it was exactly. way, way more personal. So I do understand. But, unfor- yeah, I kind of agree that, you know, I'm not super into 100 gecks, but the <laughs> couple of songs that I've listened to. It does feel like maybe they're sort of like, I don't know if poking fun is the right word, but. I is- think
2: that there's a genuine love for ska music there. I mean, it's so weird, but the parallels between hyperpop and ska are kind of crazy in the way that it's perceived by the public. And I just think it's, <laughs> they're true. doing something really cool. And I, you can't admit, but it's like danceable music. Yeah. And I just think they have like a fun-loving, kooky spirit, which to sure. me is what makes Scott really great. Yeah. So I I disagree. I don't think they're really making fun of it. I think I think there's a genuine love there. Like,
0: I don't think they are now. But stupid horse, I just I can't get over that one not being like. <laughs> <laughs> poking at like ska people, like, haha, we're going to make a ska song. Tee hee hee. Let's yell. Yeah. Pick it up a million
1: times. Well, at
2: the end of the day, you have a whole generation of, you know, Gen Z listening to this. And I think really digging it because I think ska is having a resurgence with uh, the younger generation. So, yeah.
0: Sure.
1: There you go. Sure, and I don't. Yeah. I don't think.
0: In the that... end, I have zero problem with 100 Gex. I just <laughs> and that's just been weighing on me forever, Maddie, with that stupid horse. And 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 you, I'm sorry, you, you brought it out. I apologize. One no, Midwesterner think... to another Midwesterner. Listen, I, I brought it up as a
2: talking point on the Scout podcast. I think it's so interesting. I'm not saying that I'm yeah like uh, the biggest 100 Gex stand, but I think that album is really really cool. They're doing something really cool. <laughs>
0: Hard agree.
1: And I wouldn't – I would definitely – I don't think that all sort of hyper Ska, you know, uh, mixing is intended to make fun of or being a parody of. Like, I don't think uh, Eichler's is sort of making fun of Ska. I think Eichler's legitimately loves it. Yeah,
0: Ike, Ike's the man, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: I,
1: I, I just think it's just the way that – maybe it is such the weird transition of that song – the way it, like, is very slow and mellow to just becomes, like, a wacky thing. And it mm-hmm. just, like, that just, like, feels off.
0: Matt, so, Matt, I have some 90s ska punk to play for you then.
1: That, that, <laughs> but maybe even some of those, I would agree with Matt. saying some of those are kind of, like, parodying. But, um, <laughs> but, yes. Okay, we will move on and talk on the bonus episode about all this. All right, so my ska pick of the week is... Is uh, from Eric Dano. Uh, they put out a new, put out a new album called uh, "Book of," I almost said "Book of Smells," "Book of Spells," and uh, <laughs> this is a song off that album called "Q Tone Ska. Definitions. But the fluid takes a shape of any situation given. And I don't give a fuck what all the dinosaurs are thinking. New album so much, um, and it's a little. I my f- um, what I was kind of surprised by by the album um, was that because like the Hellophonics, they're a little bit more prog ska like, a little bit less sort of ish. Yeah, ish. But they don't conf like the Hello Phonics, Their original music don't form to like a mostly. Conventional Scott or song structure, and these songs did a little bit more. So I was kind of surprised by it, but I like it. I kind of like it because of that. So um, and though, and I love the holophonics. I love uh, Eric's words. So it's great. Make sure you check it out. RJ Scott pick go.
0: Uh, Scott Pick uh, It's this, a this, this band, they're called The Old Tones They did this brand new song It's called Basito, it came out earlier this summer I really really like it And here it is, The Old Skull Tones, Besito. Basito
1: Fun danceable song, right there. Good pick.
0: Yeah, man. That's what Scott's all about. Fun danceable music. That's what (laughs) I said.
1: All right. Well, uh, Danny, Maddie, and Tristan, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for having us. And uh, so the best, I assume the best place to follow you all is probably Instagram, correct?
2: I think so. And Facebook. uh, Our drummer keeps those updated. (laughs) (laughs) Wish she was here. (laughs)
1: Uh, yes so make uh, we will put all the links for for where to follow you online in the show notes so uh, listeners you can check it out there so listeners thank you so much for joining us and listening to another I'll say it fantastic episode of On The Upbeat Uh, we appreciate appreciate you (laughs) make sure you like and subscribe uh, to the podcast wherever uh, you're listening rate and review us wherever you're listening Uh, that really helps us out and until next time,
0: keep listening to Ska.
1: You've been listening to On The Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at On The Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash on the upbeat to sign up today. And thank you for supporting on the upbeat.